I'm Leslie Sultan. I'm an estate planning attorney. And on this podcast, my guests and I discuss topics that help make it easy for you, the listener, to understand estate planning. We break down complex legal concepts into everyday situations so you can understand the whys and how to protect and build intergenerational wealth. We call it the legacy purse because after all, estate planning is a gift you leave your loved ones. I find that a lot of people just don't have an estate plan, period, when they come to me in the divorce. And it's something that is very important to consider, like even at the beginning, because I have had cases and I know a lot of my colleagues have where, um, you know, uh, one of the spouses have died like during the divorce process. (laughs) So that can get a little bit tricky. On today's episode of Legacy Purse, we are going to cover the topic of divorce. I have invited divorce attorney and entrepreneur Jolena Lewis. Jolena graduated from Maurice A. Dean School of Law at Hofstra University in 2010, and she's the author of The Entrepreneur's Guide to Divorce, A Quick Guide to Protecting Your Business. Thank you for joining me today, Jolena. Thank you for having me. I know that you started Jolena Lewis Law in 2013 and that family law is your passion. Please tell us a little bit about you, your practice, and your unique approach to this field of law. Um, As you said, I'm Jolena Lewis. Uh, I started my divorce practice uh, back in 2013. Um, I was working at a smaller boutique firm, and I just realized that, you know, I... I wanted more control over choosing the clients and um, how I managed the cases and choosing the type of cases that I wanted. Uh, So I decided to start my own practice. When we talk about divorce, most people think about assets, how they're divided uh, between two people that are legally married. Would you please give us a breakdown a little more of what is involved with family law? Family law is uh, a wide umbrella. So family law covers divorce, but also um, parties who are not married, but they have uh, children together, for example. So child support, child custody. Um, it can cover like adoption, uh, surrogacy agreements. It's, it's a pretty wide umbrella. Uh, divorce specifically um, is certainly the primary thing is dividing the assets, but it's also custody of the children, um, you know, support uh, of the children and of the uh spouses. And basically just uh, just actually divorcing in, in many, uh, in all 50 states now, I think we have a no-fault divorce, but there was a time where you actually had to plead a cause of action, like plead a reason why you were getting divorced and prove the reason why you were getting divorced. But I believe in all 50 states now, there's no fault. So you don't have to give a, a, a reason. Just the fact that you want to get divorced is enough. So it is more complicated than just splitting up the assets. I do remember learning about that in law school. And I, I think New York was one of the later states to adopt it. And I remember having to prepare documents for clients based on, hmm, let's pick one of these. <laughs> Which one's the easiest to allege? And So, yeah, that's good that all states are doing it. Um, I'd like to bring this into uh, estate planning topics, um, and specifically child guardianship. I encourage my clients who have minor children to name guardians in the event of their incapacity or death. And I'd love to hear if you've seen a situation where parents passed away or became 
incapacitated and a guardian had not been named? And what happened with the child? So uh, I definitely saw this um, uh, a few times during COVID where both parents got extremely sick and were like in the ICU and they didn't have a guardian for the children. And if you don't have like family nearby or, you know, someone that you that you specifically listed to to take the children, they're going to put the children into foster care until <laughs> until you're able to 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 come out and resume your parental duties. So it's really, really important. Um, to have a guardian named, especially if you are divorced and the other parent is just not super involved, specifically in New York. And it's like this in most states as well. The biological parent is going to um, certainly take precedence over anyone else. So even if they haven't seen the child for like 10 years, if they show an interest, if one parent passes away, the parent that had custody and this other parent wants to to have custody of the child, you, they have a very high likelihood um, of getting custody. But if you, um, you know, uh, choose a guardian, uh, if you name a guardian, uh, the court will take that into consideration. And if you can prove that the other parent is unfit and there's a named guardian, that person will have a better chance of getting custody of your child. Great. So this is a... It's a sad um, scenario, but it's a great story and a great motivation for all my listeners who, even if you don't, you're not ready to do a full estate plan, you're not ready to do all that, at the very least, name guardians. Um, I recommend short-term guardians and long-term guardians because if your long-term guardian that you are hoping to name or nominate is out of state or further away, you can at least name temporary guardians, neighbors, or close friends that can pick the children up for school from school or hold them overnight until the named guardian can come. Um, and this way, keep them out of the foster care system. Exactly. Um, great. Thank you. Would you also please let our listeners know the difference between community property and equitable distribution and where they can go to check their state's laws? Okay, so um, community property, basically, um, in community property states, everything is pretty much divided 50-50. <laughs> everything is marital assets is 50-50. In equitable distri- distribution states, like New York, uh, that's not quite the case. So we like to say equitable is not equal. It does not mean 50-50. Uh, equitable means what's fair. So there's different things that the court can consider. Um, In New York, we recently got a new law that um, helped victims of domestic violence. Uh, They if you can prove that there was domestic violence, you may be able to get a larger share of the marital property. So it's not 50 50 like a community property state. Um, It it really just depends on the specific circumstances. Uh, In most of my cases, it it does kind of shake out to be close to 50 50. But it really just depends on the, uh, the specific situation. And if you want to know if your state is a um, community property state or not, you can just check your local court website. They'll have that information there. And what would you say are some of the things you wish clients would do that would make their divorce or family case go smoother? Uh, Be honest with your divorce attorney, for sure. (laughs) Make sure that you provide, you know, all the information that they're asking for. There's there's no information that you should hold back. It's really important to hire somebody that you trust 
and that you feel like is really advocating for you so that you can feel comfortable with telling them everything. So even if it's something that you feel is detrimental and that might hurt you in the divorce case, if you talk to your lawyer about it and give them the whole picture in advance, um, they'll be able to help you come up with the strategy to kind of make it, you know, uh, get you the best outcome as possible. So I find that a lot of people, you know, they hold back on important information because they're afraid or they think it's going to make them look bad and it ends up hurting them in the end. On the topic of estate planning, what have you learned when it comes to divorce and divorcing? What do you think works? What have you seen doesn't work? Um, So if you could share a little bit about how estate planning and divorce are related. So uh, first of all, I find that a lot of people just don't have an estate plan, period, when they come to me in the divorce. And it's something that is very important to consider, like even at the beginning, because I have had cases and I know a lot of my colleagues have where, um, you know, uh, one of the spouses have died like during the divorce process. (laughs) So that can get a little bit tricky. Um, Certainly once the divorce is finalized, one of the first things that I recommend my clients do is to update their estate documents, uh, you know, to reflect the new status and, you know, to change their beneficiaries and, and everything that they need to do. Um, if you're going to get remarried, uh, that's something that you also want to to think about. Especially if you have children from another marriage, from a previous marriage, you know, you want to make sure they're covered um, and, and you want to reassess your estate plan uh, before getting remarried as well. Yeah. So you mentioned that you've seen instances where one of the spouses during the divorce dies. So what would happen in that scenario? Are they still considered married in terms of asset distribution? They're still considered married in terms of asset distribution. And again, a lot of people just don't have an estate plan. So uh, (laughs) and especially if you have children and and you just really just didn't plan uh, for what you want to happen to your assets, it it could get a a bit tricky. Oh, yes. I could see a scenario where so in New York, um, for those of you who don't know, um, each state has their own intestate laws or, or the laws that that um, kick in when you die without a will. And so in New York, the first $50,000 of, of your assets goes to your spouse, and then the rest is divided 50-50 between your children and your spouse. So if you're in the process of divorcing and you have children either from a previous marriage or this marriage, your spouse is getting the first 50000 the spouse that you're divorcing, plus half of the rest of it. So, um, wow, this is a great motivation to make sure you have a plan um, before and right when you're starting to talk about divorcing. Many of your clients are entrepreneurs. So what is the number one action that a business owner can do to retain control of their assets before or after they get married? So the best way that you can protect your business is to to get a prenup. If you're not married yet, even if you only want a prenup on this one specific, you know, asset, this one thing, that's really the, the only way you can completely protect yourself. And if you're already married, you can get a postnuptial agreement. In, in New York and in many other states, um, you know, uh, even if you own the business before you got married, it can still, your partner can still be entitled to uh, interest in your business or a portion of your business, especially if they contribute it to the business in any way or they help you improve the value of the business in any way. 
in New York, even if the person um, stayed home and took care of the children, you know, while you ran the business, that can be enough of a contribution for them to be entitled to a portion of it. And, you know, I've seen a lot of businesses, um, you know, just shut down, liquidate because the they had to um, buy out their spouse, their spouse's interest in the business and they just couldn't afford to, to do it. So they had to sell the business or liquidate assets. And it's definitely something to think about. And people always have the misconception of thinking that a prenup means that um, your spouse gets absolutely nothing. And that's not the case. It just gives you control over what they get. So you can still give your spouse a portion of it, especially if they have helped you with the business and you think that's a fair thing to do. Um, so it doesn't mean that they get absolutely nothing. It just means that you have control over what they get and you're not leaving it in the hands of a random judge. That's great to know. And I think that's also great to think about. Don't go online and download the first prenup that you can find, but really speak to an experienced attorney, family law attorney who can help guide you in the best way to structure that prenup. In addition to assisting New Yorkers with their family law issues, you also blog about law firm marketing on modernsolo.com, and you have a weekly column on the law firm suites blog called Things I Wish I Knew. Would you talk about these projects with me? How did you start your involvement with them? So Things I Wish I Knew, I started that right when I started my practice. I started my practice in a suite full of attorneys called Law Firm Suites. Um, which was amazing for, for a, a great launching point for me. And um, the manager there was like, we have a blog. We would love to kind of track your journey since you're just starting your practice now to see, you know, to see how it evolves. And I was like, OK, I had the time. <laughs> so um, from there, I, I really enjoyed writing and I met a lot of different attorneys who had questions and who were going through similar things that I was going through. So it kind of evolved to me branching out doing the modern solo blog. I'm really into like legal tech and social media marketing and, you know, running a virtual practice. So I write a lot about that. It's kind of like a passion project for me. Um, it's, it's really just been a great way to um, grow my business and get to know a lot of other uh, solo attorneys. So with your years of legal experience, I imagine you have quite a few what we call nightmare stories on the podcast. Do you have one that you could share with our listeners? Um, well, I definitely have a few nightmare stories. Uh, definitely the one that I talked about before, about both of the parents being in the ICU and the children have, having to go into foster care was pretty difficult and, and, and devastating. I also like to have my guests share a success story of how you've been able to help people through their divorce process in a positive, successful way. One of my favorite things to do is I really like helping people. You know, divorce is one of the most difficult things you can go through. It's definitely for most people, it's like rock, you're at the rock bottom. It's, it's one of the, the darkest times in your life. And I really like um, guiding people to the light, to that happier time, to the new chapter in their lives. So. Um, one of my favorite stories was uh, I had a I took on a pro bono domestic violence case. Um, it was referred from an agency. They just they just didn't have the capacity to help her. Um, she was very like withdrawn. She was being physically, emotionally, financially abused, and she was completely terrified of you know losing her children and, and losing everything. And you know we worked together. I worked with her, helping her. Um, 
to get a job, <laughs> to support herself, building her confidence. We got her into some programs that helped her learn how to manage her money and, and manage her life without, you know, her spouse. And just the transformation um, from the beginning to, to where we ended up at the end of the divorce, she was like a completely different person, like standing up against her abuser. You know, she was thriving. Her children were happy. It was like, this is why I'm doing this. I love that story. Thank you. As we start wrapping up, please share with our audience how they can find you online. So I'm everywhere on social media, but in particular, you can find me on Instagram. I'm uh, Jolena Lewis Law underscore NYC on Instagram. And you can uh, find me at JolenaLewisLaw.com. Great. And we'll be sure to include those in our, um, in our notes for the story. So, Jolena, thank you so much for coming on to The Legacy Purse to speak about your work and the topic of divorce. It's been great having you on. The Legacy Purse was brought to you by Sultan Attorney in New York and produced and edited by Xavier Mejia in Los Angeles. You can support our podcast by liking this episode and subscribing to it. You can also support us by rating this podcast in your app and by following us on social media at Sultan Attorney. For more information on this episode, visit LegacyPurse.com.